0: Hello and welcome to episode 186 of the Dan York Report. I want to finish out my reflections on Japan with a few final thoughts about Japanese dining customs and just some other odds and ends, some notes that were learned while we were there. We had the pleasure of going out for lunch after our Ion Tokyo session with uh, somebody, a friend of our organization that we'd known from, um, other organizations and who lives there in Japan. And she was able to, she took us out and we had a nice nice lunch at a restaurant, uh, tempuru, uh, Japanese food. It was quite uh, delightful. But in the course of doing so, she helped us learn a bit about Japanese customs that I found interesting coming from the United States where I am. One was, and I asked this question, was about why were there no napkins? Um, Here in the States, we certainly have the idea that you have a napkin that you have at the meal, it's by your plate. And many of us grew up knowing about putting our napkins on our laps. That was just what we did. And so those of us who grew up in that kind of space are just kind of, you know, culturally programmed that when you go and sit down, you take a napkin off your table and you put it on your lap. And it protects your lap from falling food, et cetera, and also is a place to wipe your hands and so on. Well, you know there were no napkins around in Japan in the form that we would have them here in the states. And what happens though is that at the beginning of a meal, you were typically given a a either a warm cloth or a um, a, a napkin, a wipe, uh, basically a you know a I don't know what we call them a a hand wipe that's already, it's in a plastic container and it already is, already has lotion on it, um, a wipe of some type. (laughs) Anyway, that was what you would get. And you would use that to wash your hands, et cetera, before your meal. And then that was kind of it. Um, our friend said that some people, you know, just, I mean, people try to eat without needing to wipe their hands, et cetera, or they use that cloth or whatever was there. And, uh, It was just interesting, a a slight difference there. Another fascinating difference was in the way that um, food was served. Uh, We got our. There were four of us who sat down, and two of us got our meals. the The waitress came out with them and put them down for us, and we just kind of sat looking at each other. And our Japanese host said, "Well, go ahead, start eating. What are you? Why are you waiting? What are you waiting for? Why would you wait for your food to be cold?" Come to find out that, at least in Tokyo anyway, or places, it's common that your food is just brought out to you, whatever's ready, and then you just eat. Now, again, in the States, it has become a common convention that, well, first of all, restaurants usually would not bring out the food until all of it was ready. So the waiter or waitress would come out with all the food at once and put it on the plate, you know, or, or if... He or she didn't have it all at once. They would be coming out very rapidly thereafter with the food, um, and or they might have another waiter or waitress coming along with them to bring the rest of the food. But the typical thing that we would do is to wait until um, everybody had food, and then we would say something like, you know, enjoy or bon appetit or something like that, and we would start uh, start eating. So again, just an interesting difference because apparently it's not common for that. It's more common that when your food comes out, you eat. Uh, there were, you know, a few other just interesting differences. Uh, you know, of course, uh, the primary way of eating is with um, chopsticks and you don't have spoons for soup. You just pick up the bowl. And I was familiar with that from traveling to other Asian areas. But um, it was uh, it was a couple of those things around just customs that was interesting. You know, I mean, neither bad nor good or just just different and different ways of doing things. And it, once again, shines the light to me on how, you know, my cultural, my upbringing has brought me up with certain norms and conventions. And, and that's what they are, is norms and conventions that have been set up um, by virtue of how I was raised. You know, we had formal place settings with this kind of thing, you know, as far as where you, you know, I mean, all of that, just the way we're brought up, it determines how we, the lens through which we see our lives. There were some other interesting uh, comments. We asked, uh, it was a sunny day, and, and we asked, why weren't there many uh, people in the business area, certainly in Tokyo, um, that were wearing sunglasses? It was bright, and my other colleague and I, well, actually all three of us from the States, we were all wearing sunglasses. And, uh, but a lot of people there were not. And our, our friend said, it's just not common um, she wasn't entirely sure why, although I guess in some cases the, the, uh, wearing of sunglasses has been kind of, uh, associated with criminals or, you know, I don't, you know, something on that line, but it's, uh, it's not as common for business people to, uh, to wear sunglasses. Certainly if you're on your own or at your home or recreational apparently, but in common settings like that, it was not. It was just, again, another difference, you know, and then of course in, in Tokyo, Um, you see a lot of the masks that people wear in the subways and the places, although I, I I don't know if that's necessarily a, I mean, I, you know, I could see the value of that in some of the urban settings that I've been in, in different places. I did have to laugh when I saw the mask that was a Hello Kitty mask, um, because it was, it was a face mask with Hello Kitty print all over it. But, uh, it was interesting. I, I definitely enjoyed the short time that I was there. It was only about 40 hours that I was actually in Japan before I was uh, back on the flight back home. I would have loved to have stayed longer. There was an internet week that was going on. But the main thing was that pretty much the entire week was going to be entirely in Japanese. And so um, there was not a whole lot that I could do, given that um, most of my Japanese consists of, you know, domo arigato" from the 1970s album "Sticks" from by Sticks, and, uh, you know, a few other random phrases. But uh, I would like to go back um, another time to see more of the space, to actually get some, a chance to look around and explore a bit more. Um, it was a beautiful area. It was really neat to see uh, a lot of the people in, in there. And there were some amazing folks that I got a chance to talk to um, and just learn a bit about what they're doing and some of the very cool things they're doing. It was neat, too. I met a couple of people who turned out I had probably probably met at some of the IETF meetings and some of the SIP meetings and other things, but I just I didn't know them at the time. But we got to meet there in a dining and a little dinner place at, uh, in Tokyo, Japan. So pretty cool. It was great that, our, that this uh, friend of ours was able to sit down and, and help us learn a bit about the culture and, and the conventions that are there that were new to us. And I look forward to uh, going back at some point in time. That's all for now. If you've got comments about your experiences in Japan or anything else like that, please feel free to leave them at SoundCloud.com/DanYork or any of the social media where this site, where this recording is shared. You can find more of my audio and writing at DanYork.me. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.